Real Nerds is a proud partner of the Denver Podcast Network. In the shadow of the mountains, we speak. My man spider sense is tingling. Hey, look, it's man spider. How's it going, true believers? When I'm swinging through Colorado and I need comic books, I head to Arvada, Colorado to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. Oh no, the teal troll is attacking me! My son's in danger! Will no one help him? Oh no, it's Man Spider! Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics, the whips the competition with great deals on back issues. 50% off, hold slot, 20% off list price. You want sports memorabilia? They got that too. Where are you going, Man Spider? The Teal Troll still has my son. Here's web in your eye! Oh no, I'm bested by Man Spider again. So visit 6700 Wadsworth Boulevard in Arvada, Colorado, and tell them the real nerd sent you. Hi, this is Jonathan Tiersten from The Perfect House and Sleepaway Camp, and you are listening to The Real Nerds Podcast. Every week, the real nerds go see a new movie and then podcast their experience to the world. And this week, they didn't do that because for their 400th consecutive week, they're recording live from the Bug Theater. And now, the host of Real Nerds Podcast, Ryan Frost. I really just wanted to wait a little bit so the Avengers team could play. Um, thank you so much for coming out here. Yes, 400 consecutive weeks we have done this podcast. And normally we talk about movies we've seen and things like that, but I thought we'd be a little more self-serving today because it's my show and I can do what I want. Um, when we had this little thing of an idea, my friend Brad, who I'll bring out here in a second, him and I have always been um, really into nerd stuff, movies, video games, and uh, we decided we we're going to do a podcast called, uh, I don't even remember what it was called, but it was like, what? Nebcast. And um, so that was basically the genesis of it. And we would just get together and not like planned. We just do random stupid things. Um, and then Brad said, you know what? We should really every week see a new movie and talk about it and review it. And I said, yeah, Brad, we can do that. And here we are eight years later, have not missed a week. And um, it's, it's quite an accomplishment because um, not only do I get to hang out with my friend Brad, who I met as a sophomore in high school, so we go back a long time. Um, you know, I met a couple other people that it's such a special thing. And I, I'm usually the joker and I like to kid a lot, but I'm incredibly lucky because not only does Brad one of my good friends, he's also extremely talented, as you can see. And this podcast would be nothing without them. Um, and I'll introduce everybody as they come out because there's a lot of people that mean a lot to me. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, bring out Brad right now, and we're going to chat for a little bit. Hey, that, that was quite the entrance, Brad. Good. How are you? 
Sit down. I'm going to stand because I feel like I'm too far over there. There we go. Is this... I'm, I'm going to sit right here, and we're going to get really close. How's it going, buddy? Good. How are you? Oh, man. This was... I don't know. This might have been a mistake. No, it's not. I mean, look, at we got the great bug here. I hope everybody is getting refreshments and yeah. snacks that they're providing for us. Yeah, no, the venue's great. I was just like, you know, it's one thing to build the show. And then it's another thing to actually sit up here in front of an audience and talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Yeah, you're, you're not the uh, audience talk guy in front of them. No, I'm the behind-the-scenes guy. So this yeah. is a, definitely a different experience. I mean, I've, we've done the Comic-Con stuff before, live shows. But that's usually just people who, you know, wander in and need a place to rest for a few seconds and then move on to the <laughs> Hey, the last year, there was a lot of people there last year. I we know, did, we did really well. some other celebrity. No, I am the celebrity, Brad. Um, By so, the way, yeah. sorry, I, I, I got you a little present for our 400th episode. Oh, shnikes. Um, there's this really cool... Oh, I can uh, say shit, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're going to say worse stuff later. Oh, cool. <laughs> so say whatever you want. Fucking A. Um, but yeah, there's a cool 80s store on South Broadway. Ooh. And they have like wax packs of almost every show and movie from the 80s. And uh, I found some horror ones for you. Thanks, buddy. So, so Brad, my memory is horrible because we've done this so many weeks in a row. Do you remember the genesis of this um, and how it came to, to be... Uh, yeah, we were doing Nebcast, which was just a podcast about out, stuff I was doing as a video production person. Um, and then that ran out really quick. So we ended up to start uh, talking about movies. And then, uh, you know, we started inviting James over to do like top 10 lists of, for the year. And then after like two years, we were like, hey, we should just do only movies. And by the way, James is really excited to redo his 2009 list. <laughs> 10 years later. 10 years later. Literally 10 years later. It's. Um, you know, and Brad, a lot of people, I just mentioned briefly that we've known each other since we, you were a sophomore in high school and I was a junior and I was dumber than you. So we were in the same math class, uh, geometry. And, and to prove this point, uh, Brad sat, I don't know if you were in front of me or behind me or just, I don't remember. I know it was, we, we had quads, quad, we had quad so. seats and I would copy off Brad and, um, I got a C in the class. So thanks Brad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, math is not my strong suit. So, yeah. but what your strong suit is designing stuff. Um, do, do you remember the how we came up with real nerds? I don't. It's so long ago. I can't even remember. Everything blurs. I mean, it's it, it seems like an obvious choice. And as I was looking for like what could we name a website, uh, this the fact that this wasn't taken, I think you know made it easy to choose. Um, but clearly, based on that, what experience we had at uh, Mile High Horror Fest with the. <laughs> C Film Center guy, he oh, thought that name was stupid. Oh, that's right. Um, one of our first uh, ventures out into the public, we had a booth at the uh, Mile High Horror Film, Film Festival, Festival yeah. something like that. And we brought candy because it's right around Halloween. We're like, we'll get people to talk to us. We'll put candy out. And this guy came up and ate all our candy and told us how stupid we were, <laughs> which, I mean, that's He's, about par on course. So, he told us the name was like dumb and obvious. So. Yeah, but it's all right. Whatever. But that, that We're was here a, seven years later. That's, yeah, exactly. How many people can say that? In fact, you know, I'm really proud of what we've done um, because... Yeah, as you can see behind us, we've accomplished quite a few things. I know, and I've never really bragged about how awesome we are until now. Eight years later, I'm telling people how great we are. And just like Marvel, eight years later, we finally have a female correspondent helping us out, Corinne. She, she's contributing to the website, too. So it took us a little bit, but we're dudes and women don't like us. <laughs> Very, uh, we're, we're batting about 50%. Half of us are married. Uh, open invitation for, for, for more females to be yeah, part of the podcast. Do. Yeah, please do. Yeah, please contribute. Definitely need that perspective because it's been a, a sausage fest for eight, <laughs> so, almost eight years. 
I'm going to eat this gum in here. Do you think it's Don't. safe? <laughs> That's 30 years old, man. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Um, <laughs> you know, down nine and one and get ready. Uh, the next person that I'm going to bring out um, means a lot to me as well. Um, I met James almost 10 years ago. And the reason I met James is because I went to a Halloween party because I was trying to date this girl named Laura Ward. And she's the most beautiful woman in the world. And I was really nervous. And, you know, we were talking over the phone and texting. And she said, my friend, my friend James, if he doesn't like you, we're done. And his opinion means everything to me. And so I'm already nervous because there's this beautiful woman there. And I go to this party and I meet this very tall man who has a beard. And he seems like he's super intimidating. But you know what? He's probably the sweetest person I know. And not only is did we become friends because we bonded over Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, he's become like a brother to me. My little boy, and I married Laura, so uh, it worked out. Uh, my little boy uh, calls him Uncle James. And it's, you know, I, I couldn't ask for a better friend. And so I'm going to go ahead and bring James out. You know, I also forgot to say, when James hugs you for the first time, it feels like a real hug. He's a great hugger. Yeah. I've been practicing. <laughs> All right. James, welcome to the stage. Thank you. That was really great. Oh, no, thank you. Um, you forgot a couple things, which is that part of how I got on the show was I was the only person listening to Nebcast. Oh, yes. At some point, you guys were like, well... You know, we'll go ahead and invite him on, yeah. and then he then chose... we have no audience. But then he chose yeah. Avatar as his number one movie, and we're like, yeah. we don't know about this guy. <laughs> It wasn't my number one. It was number four, and that was still way too high. I don't know. Should be. Brad, is my mic on? Technical difficulties. Is my mic on? There we okay, go. Okay, there we go. All right. So, James, uh, take us back to that night in October when you met me for the first time. Did you like me? Uh, yeah, I mean, the bar was really low. It was. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I can say that because she's not here. Sorry, Laura. Um, I know. My wife's not even here too. supporting me. What the hell? <laughs> Uh, you know, my yeah. wife actually says, I've heard your ass enough. I don't need to come see you live. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, she's never listened to any podcast. So, like, it would be a change in form if she showed up to this. She, uh, she told me, uh, she said, well, so when Spider-Man came back in Avengers, you cried, right? I said, no. <laughs> and she said, yeah, you did. I said, I did. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I remember that night very, very well. Uh, partially because, like, you showed up and you were totally different from everybody else and kind of cool. Oh. And uh, and very quickly, because you knew you needed to win some points, you were like, well, I, I went to San Diego Comic-Con, and I, 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 I hugged Joss Whedon, and he signed everything for me, and we became best friends. I have his phone number. None of this is true. Uh, but in but a strange turn of events, points, yeah. uh, we've become friends with the artist for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So in a yeah. sixth sense of Kevin Bacon, right. we are part of that with Joss Whedon. My phone has a phone number of a guy whose phone has Joss Whedon's phone number. Exactly. That's pretty good. That's really good. Yeah. You know? I mean, who knew that back in Fort Collins that we'd yeah. be like that? It gets us a lot less street cred today than it did four, weeks, four years ago, but, you know. You know, yeah. whatever. It still works. Yeah. Yeah. But it's been great. I mean, it's been a... An amazing eight years of, of ridiculous stuff. Especially, as, yeah, like as we watch this thing and, and Brooks is out there and she's going like, what? who drew that? And where, who is this person? And who, why, when did all this happen? I'm like, I don't know. I was there, <laughs> but it's been incredible. And especially if you look at like over that time where our lives were at the time, right? Like 
you had just married one of my best friends, and I was working at Sam's Club and living with my parents and out of college with an English, English degree. So it's come a long way. Very. None of that is true for any of us anymore. <laughs> no. I lost the English degree. They took it back. So, Did they really? No. <laughs> is it because you say fuck all the time and your mom doesn't like it? They should. I know. I said earlier, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to feel like swearing this much in front of my mom. <laughs> it's really awkward. But anyway, yeah, it's been great. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been great. Do you remember the first uh, Real Nerds episode? Uh, yeah, I wasn't on it. Um, well, I was and I wasn't. So the first episode is like a beta. If you go back way back in the feed and you listen to the first episode, the first half I'm not on. And then the second half is like this weird beta we recorded. Because originally, originally Brad was going to be a robot. Yep. Because he didn't want to be on the show. Brad bot. So, I was going to be the fact-checking robot. Yeah, all yeah. he was going to do is correct us, which probably we needed. Um, he was just going to sit there with IMDb up and tell us like whose name in an old movie. We and I mean, we got Brad to get on board. We're like, man, the Ninja yeah. Turtles suck. Well, I and he was like, what? <laughs> well, I think because the second episode I couldn't show up for, it was like, okay, well, we need a backup plan. Which ended up saving our ass because like we've gone through so many... Each of us has gone through periods where our life has changed in some way and we've been on the show less. Uh, I'm probably in the most extreme one right now that we've ever done. But, like, you know, when Kellen was born, you weren't on the show for six weeks, something like that. Um, You know, we've all gone through phases where there's just too much stuff going on. And so the only way that we could keep this up and record every week and actually do something really cool was by kind of relying on each other to actually be there, which um, was a, a sort of staple from the start, so... I remember that first show was called Ryan and, Ryan and the Wookiee. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We were going to try that out, and then we realized it was stupid. Yeah. Don't do not go back and listen to that episode. Please. Um, it was for X Men First Class. I know that. Yeah. I think, think X Men First Class did it way back in the day. I think she, when she started listening and, and was on the show a few times. Um, yeah. We, and then she said, know. don't listen to that first episode. So. <sighs> yeah. It's rough. Now we're just brimming with confidence. Yeah. We should delete it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Brad, get on that. Just put it in the arc right. yeah, and put it in the is. back of the warehouse. That's an Indiana Jones joke. No, we yeah, got you it. Did great. I know. I'll keep going. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, James, you brought up something really cool. The, the show. I know. You are cool, James. Thanks. Um, since we started, it has kind of grown. And I was actually just talking about this today, about how now we have enough people that if a life event happens um, or we, for some reason, get stuck, we have right. enough people now where the show can almost support itself. Yeah. And I, I think that's something really cool. Um the next person I'm going to bring out, I remember we met him at Burt Wonderstone, if I remember yeah. serves me correctly. Yeah. Uh, the Steve Carell, Jim Carrey movie. Um, and then I, after talking to him for a while, I'm like, oh, this guy loves old movies like me. And, but he really likes them. And then he made me watch his short film. I'm like, he really likes them. Um, and then the next person I'm going to bring out is the, the wonderful Zach Eastman. Sit down. Don't touch me. I'm really glad I don't have to walk this way because I'm so clumsy. I would have just eaten shit. If you had walked that way, would you have walked the same way that I walked? No. I really want a Mel Brooks joke in this show at some point. (laughs) That early? No. Yeah, no. You know what's funny? I wish my intro music was make him laugh because it would have been the perfect irony because I can't tell a damn joke to save my life. Only if you get on the floor and do that cool spirally cookie thingy. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm not Donald O'Connor. Are you kidding me? Yeah. (laughs) So, Zach, how did you find Real Nerds Podcast? Um, I went to a uh, meet and greet, like a little 
mingling session for the film community. For a swinger party? <laughs> no. <laughs> How much did no. Brad pay you? They, they throw me out of those. Um, no, uh, it was for, uh, it was like a film community meet and greet. And um, I think it was Maddie O'Connor, frequent guest on the show, who um, uh, pointed me to them and said he was going to do an interview for Burt Wonderstone, uh, the episode Burt Wonderstone. And um, I met Brad and he was a little scared of me, which is normal. Um, Brad, were you scared of Zach? That's the first time I've heard of this. Yeah. Um, and um, I, I got his contact, and then it ended up being that me, Maddie, and Spencer Kane were all on the Burt Wonderstone episode. That's right. Um, that was a long night. Because at, <laughs> at the time, I was prepping um, another short film, not the one that you mentioned. And um, I came down there, did the show with you guys. I loved it. Prior to going there, though, I listened to a majority of your episodes. I think I got up to about 78, 79, because um, I was working at a projection booth at AMC, and so they don't monitor you, so I could listen to whatever the fuck I wanted. <laughs> so, um, But yeah, so then we finished that, and then right after that, I put on a, uh, I was putting on a charity show for Aurora Rise. Yeah, that's right. Um, that was our and, first live show. Yeah. That was our first live yeah. show. Yeah, and the first uh, people I contacted to be entertainment on that, other than the films we were going to show, was you guys. Um, See, I don't even remember that. Yeah, it, no. it's Thanks, on, Zach. So we, we, have a live, we have the episode up on the feed, um, and, and I think it's a fun time, because we had Matty O'Connor do a sketch and everything where he pretended to be me, and it was pretty fun. Um, but yeah, remember when we wanted to have Maddie on the show instead? God, oh yeah, that was that would have been fun. Oh. Yeah, sorry, keep going. Zach. Oh, anyway, Zach, you're oh, here. What could have been? <laughs> Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast. I'm Ron. There would have been a lot more energy. Yeah. Yeah. No, he would have. Um, but you would have. Weed smoke would have been filling up yeah. the room. But then we also wouldn't have this great, you know, connection with films from 1939 that nobody else likes oh yeah no <laughs> although i do take it too far and i shove jack benny down your throat like it's no nobody's business so uh-huh. i had to mention it once <laughs> yeah, i know I mean. um but yeah well you know i mean he is the whole reason i appreciate comedy and right. comedy podcasts is thanks to that man and his existence for 84 years on this earth so um but yeah no and then i think after that live show i went out to la fell into a rut uh, emotionally and physically, came back, co-host or guest hosted the show when you were about to have your kid right. for I can't remember how many weeks. Um, then I went out to L.A. and uh, Florida, and then I came back. In the middle of that, I was writing an article series about Clint Eastwood, um, which wow. is finished as of three weeks ago. Good job. That was a four-year odyssey that I Dear wish Lord. I could – change and he's making a new movie so you get to keep going <laughs> yeah yeah you're not done my friend that yeah. fucking old man <laughs> oh god um i hope he sings the theme song for the next one uh, yeah. that would piss off james so much you should have picked somebody who is either going to retire or keep making good movies um <laughs> well i i'm i this this time i'm picking a dead person for the next one good so, job um but yeah and then after that i just kept coming on the show because i had nothing else to do i was like in a, like i said i was in a very depressed rut and whatnot and you actually have a, uh, the record for the longest consecutive streak of appearances on the show i have no life that's yeah. that's correct yeah don't i, I yeah. like how you said i had no life in the night i tried really hard i had the the record for the first seven years yeah and um, then my kid was born and i decided i was going to be a good dad and take some time off so lesson learned be like me and stay a virgin the rest of <laughs> oh. oh that's just if, sad uh, is it though is it? Can we cue yeah, sad music? Do we have sad Hulk music? Don't, don't tell people the bar to be on the show is as low as... Wait, I have nothing else to do. 
Well, but that, since that, since then though, and since recording with you guys, I've not only found other things to do, but I'm also uh, like getting stuff back on track with the film stuff. So, and it's yeah. been a lot thanks to you guys uh, putting up with my shenanigans and helping me relove film again because. There was a long period of time where I was just like, I don't want to do filmmaking anymore. And now I'm just like, now I want to do it every day. So. Well, good. Yeah. Well, good, Zach. We're glad yeah. we could be a part of your journey. Yes, yeah. thank you. We're glad you're here. Yeah, well, I'm glad I'm here, I think. So when All are right. we getting Twombly too? Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, give Electric give Boogaloo. Right uh, radio Boogaloo. Ooh, yeah. no, Radio cru- Boogaloo. Cru- cruise I'm control. Down. Cruise control. <laughs> 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 Willem Dafoe will be in Twombly too. <laughs> He'll be Twombly's son. Who seeks revenge on the radio studio? Ah, oh, um, perfect. Twombly 2, 2049. <laughs> Harrison Ford will be bored in that one, too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That movie's great in spite of Jared Leto. <laughs> so he just we, stands there. He does nothing in that movie. <laughs> we have a great bunch of nerds here. And, you know, one thing I thought the show was missing was someone with a really sexy voice. <laughs> And I'm not out. only not only that, but I needed someone who was so pretentious that when he does his film Splosion List, I go, "What movie is he talking about?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Is this French and three hours long?" And he goes, "Yep." And and then we watch the trailer for it, and I'm going, "What in the hell is going on in this movie?" It's like when Corinne tries to explain Blacklist to me. I'm like, "I don't know what's going on. It's confusing and it's really long." Uh. That's what she said. And um, so our next nerd is uh, Henry. Henry, welcome to the stage. Hello. Is this not on? Hello? There you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. We can hear it now. The Hello, lovers. The voice of a generation. <laughs> so I was really shocked when I met you and you weren't black. <laughs> it's a standard occurrence. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, Henry, how did you find out about the real nerds? Uh, I was at uh, one of the early Denver pop culture cons. Um, and I walked by your booth and I thought, those, lights, those guys look cool. And I was Sweet. too scared of you. So I kept walking. <laughs> then, a y- then a year went Brad. by. Brad. <laughs> to, to be fair, you were like 12. Also true. <laughs> then a year went by, and I was like, I'm just going to email them and see what happens. Oh, Flash great. forward yeah. a year and a half, and I'm now writing for you. So that's how that happened. For free. <laughs> for free. Yeah, I mean, you, we don't pay anybody. Um, it's fine. But, Henry, you've also been on a journey. I have been on a journey. And you came back just for our 400th episode. I did. You came from New York. I, I currently live in New York. The mecca of pretentiousness. The it big is. Apple. You see, what happened was I kind of achieved the maximum level of pretensions I could achieve in Denver. Yeah. So I had to go somewhere else. We call it tolerable. Yes. yes. Yeah. And so I went there and realized, oh, I'm not going to be that bad. And so now I came back and I'm not nearly as bad now. So It's true. Yeah. I feel I like feel as like you've I'm gotten afraid. older, your voice raises as well. It does. Yeah. That was the whole joke. That Maybe was. you should tell people why you are in New York. Well, oh yeah, I'm in film school. Good job. Yeah. So yeah. Stay in school. That's always fun. For now. So yeah. That's How long my, do you have left? I have a year left, and then we'll see what happens from there. So, who knows? Who knows what the world holds for me? Jobs. Hopefully. What Probably. is your desired position on a film crew? Uh, paid. Not <laughs> <laughs> it's really whatever you if you pay me I don't really care what you have me do so did you like doing more uh, visual stuff are you more sound no, guy no I'm definitely more of a sound person I do a lot of sound design uh, 
I, I, I went into film school being like, I'm either going to be a directing major or a cinematography major, and I'm certainly not going to be an editing or sound major. So now I'm an editing and sound major. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, that's kind of how that happened. So, yeah. Any other words of wisdom you want to say? I mean, what do you bring in from New York besides an attitude? Besides an attitude? Mm. Well, I mean... And measles. The, <laughs> the media does refer to me as the bad boy of real darns. <laughs> so I guess... He really is. <laughs> the attitude is the main thing I'm bringing. Nice. And knowledge of obscure films that no one will ever see or care about. So. Yep, because you say films, and every time we have a list, I'm like, what is... You talking about? I have to go on IMDb. Yeah, some of them t- the... sometimes not even on IMDb. I know that's what I mean. You're I'm like so <laughs> underground. I know those George Lucas films that he keeps showing to his friends in his basement. I've seen them. Uh, James, you're still welcome to come down to my basement. So, so Henry, why do you like those types of movies? Because I think they're god awful. <laughs> Fair. Um, well, here's the thing. I've now seen all of the good American films, and so now I. <laughs> It's either I keep watching bad American films or I go on to good foreign films. So you know I prefer I, to watch the good ones. And I think ho- someone in Hollywood is sitting right in the audience today and they're going to listen to you and then they're going to take that back to the uh, City of Angels. <laughs> oh. He'll definitely take you back somewhere. Oh, God. Oh. No. Yeah. Yep, oh, that just awful. killed the show. And that's why we don't have an audience. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they, they, they really uh, slay. Uh, man, what's the next about... segment? <laughs> uh, so thank you guys all for being part of thank our you, show Brian. and our journey. Um, thanks to the audience. We every every time I I'm somewhere and people know me, I'm like, what? Yeah, you love all right. people. I talk you. about movies. You know what the craziest one was uh, to me? Because I remember the first time we it was the second year we were at Denver Comic Con, now Pop Culture Con, and. This like father and his daughter who was like five years old, six years old. I don't know. She could walk. And <laughs> he's uh, gonna be a dad. He, he came by and he's like, "Oh, I didn't know you guys were gonna be on." Which, f- for one thing, I'm like, "Then you haven't been listening," because you know it's the only thing we talk about is that we're gonna be here. But still, <laughs> uh, he's like, "Oh man, I didn't realize like you guys were gonna actually have a booth and everything." I was like, "Yeah." Uh, and come to find out, he was from the Everglades. Like he had flown from Den from from Florida for right. something and happened to go to the con and had been listening to us and. And I think admitted that he let his daughter listen, and I was like, that's a fucking terrible idea. <laughs> um, but that was, it was yeah, unbelievable. It is, you know, it, every, and when people ask us for, you know, to sign posters and stuff, I'm like, really? Yeah. I would just want the art. Yeah, there was, that, there was that dope dude Nick who showed up at one. Well, you guys were all away, and I was talking to all the guys who build the robots at Denver Comic Con. Um, and this guy comes up with a copy of our Blu-ray from the pod show that we did that we haven't talked about that was awesome. Um, he has all, a copy already. We know where all the copies went. They went to our friends. So I don't know how he got one. <laughs> and then he came up and was like, here, I need you to sign this. And I'm like, how? I don't, I didn't With a pen. I didn't understand what was happening. Yeah. I just assumed he knew one of you guys. And then you all came back and were like, I, I, we don't know a Nick. We're not friends with Nicks. Yeah. Like, that's not a thing. <laughs> the only Nick uh, I know is Nick Unger. We're not friends. And the only reason I know him is because you talked about him. And I have no idea who he is. That's, I hope he's not here. That's not true. You know Nick Fury, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I am do. part of the Avengers Initiative. Yeah. I heard that's the true. theme music. Yeah, I know. Right. right. But anyway, it's just amazing every time that happens. There's also that time at a Telluride Horror Show where um, <laughs> oh, yeah. these filmmakers, like their girlfriend, yeah, they live Kelly. in Maine. Kelly. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Black that out. Hopefully she doesn't want to. Maybe she doesn't want to. <laughs> we haven't heard from him since, but like, yeah, they told us they. Yeah. Yeah, the and they made like one of the coolest zombie movies I'd ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the battery. We got in on that. Yeah. Battery. You can pick it up awesome. on shoutfactory.com. Yeah. It's amazing. 
Um, speaking of which, we'll be at Denver Pop Culture Con. Um, we do have a panel there, 5 30 on Saturday. That's right. So um, when everyone else is seeing I Can't Get Into Critical Role, they can come see us. <laughs> yeah, whatever the biggest show of the day is. That's we'll we'll handle the overflow. Yeah. yeah. The Benedict Wong panel. That's going to be the biggest one of them all. That would be awesome. That'd actually be Especially after Endgame, that's probably true. <laughs> it might be. So you know what's really awesome is we do have fans. And I was, hey, thanks. I was told thanks, that we got... And you're all videos here. in. All the best from, fans are here. That's right. Yeah. We got videos sent to us for people that couldn't make it. Yeah. So um, if we can go ahead and see our fan mail this week. Fan mail. <laughs> I can't wait to be congratulated by so many so many people. Yeah, it's been so long. Since I know. I need I need someone to congratulate me on my greatness. Yeah. I need validation. And I'm sure we're going to get it. Hey, Real Nerds, I just wanted to congratulate you on your 400th podcast. I'm sure it'll be great, just like all the other ones I haven't listened to. Oh, what? Uh, Real Nerds podcast? They suck. You know, I've never even listened to one of your podcasts, but I'm pretty sure it sucks. And I'm sure there's more content in this piss-filled diaper than there is in your podcast. <laughs> Good luck, though. So the, harsh. the Real Nerds podcast is probably the most self-indulgent podcast I've ever heard. I mean, who makes you sit through, like, four hours of, like, Filmapalooza, and you have to sit through, like, the entire audio of all the fucking trailers, and just to hear what they think about movies from 20, 30 years ago. And you know, fuck Real Nerds Podcast. All right, Jeff. I'm fucking here. I shoot this goddamn promo. Sorry. Why do you fucking do this to me, man? I mean, seriously, I don't get it. Jesus. Oh, Lord. I mean, you better make this fucking snappy because I got a Russian hooker sitting in my trunk and I need to rub some dirt off of her, okay? Yes, sir. Jesus. All right. We're family friendly, by the way. <laughs> Earning the explicit. Oh, okay. <clears throat> All right. I'm better now. I'm better now. Okay. All right, let's do this. Uh, Jeff, where the fuck is the script? It's on the table, <laughs> sir. Oh. Okay. Shit. All right. All right. That's better. Here we go. Okay. What up, bitches? This is Mayor Knob. Here to tell you about the Real Nerds Podcast 400th episode presented live at the Bud Theater. What the fuck kind of name is this? Real Nerds Podcast? I mean, look at these assholes. Of course they're nerds. They probably sit around in a circle and jerk off to a poster of Iron Man. I mean, what the fuck? That picture doesn't exist. It's actually R-E-E-L. It's R-E-E-L? Yeah, like a film reel. Like a film reel. Yes, because they review movies on the podcast. That's even fucking stupider, man. What the hell? I mean, I don't know who even would listen to these dipshits. I can't believe they made it to 400 episodes. I mean, whatever. Whatever. Fuck ever. Let's just do this. Okay, I mean, I mean, they, they're, they just did 400 episodes, right? So, I mean, they gotta be paying me pretty well, right? Actually, no, sir. What the fuck did you just say? They don't have any money. They want me to do this for free. Yes, sir. How the fuck... Do you do 400 episodes and not have any goddamn money? I thought it'd be free publicity, sir. Free publicity? I'm the fucking mayor! You know what? Fuck this. You know, fuck off, Jeff. 
You pulled me out of an underground cockroom for this bullshit? Sorry, sir. No, sorry. you know, fuck you. I'm out of here. No, you know what? I'm going to get on that fucking show, and I'm going to shove those microphones up their fucking asses. Get this goddamn camera on my face. Hey, nerds. Corinne here to not congratulate you on reaching your 400th episode. Because the fact that you've recorded 400 of these damn things means that you have spent every weekend for the last seven and a half years, roughly speaking, sitting awkwardly around a table in each other's basements and talking about movies for three hours. And not only that, but to see these movies, you have spent at least $15,000 combined on tickets. So you know what you could have been doing with that time and money instead? You could have been hiking the 14ers, whitewater rafting. You could have gone skiing at every resort in Colorado. You could have gone on a Caribbean cruise, or you could have gone to Europe. Spider-Man far from home. Why see it when you can go and do it? So I'm not going to congratulate you for that, especially because only like three people listen to the podcast. One of them is me, and one of them is James's mom. So I think you've just wasted your time and money. So I'm not congratulating you for reaching your 400th episode. I hate my own podcast. <laughs> hey, real nerds. John of All Trades here. Congratulations on 400 episodes. Mostly, they're terrible, and you suck, and your opinions are dog shit. That said, Brad, you are an inspiration to me, and you always will be. The rest of you, go suck a railroad spike. James, choke on it. Ryan, <laughs> die in a fire. But otherwise, congratulations on 400 episodes. Love you, John of all trades. This is Laura Frost, Ryan's better, more refined half. I wanted to take a moment to congratulate the real nerds on their 400th episode and just to remind them to remain grateful for those of us that are working today to support our husband's Blu-ray <laughs> habits. Congratulations, boys. Wow. God, now I feel like a jerk for her not being here. A lot of truth in those. There is. By the way, Ryan, when is our next scheduled circle jerk from the Iron Man poster? Um, when the end game comes out on. Oh, okay. okay, right on. To be fair, we don't sit awkwardly. We sit <laughs> confidently. That's you right. We well, we do time. it uncomfortably. So. No, yeah. They're well, nice anyway. chairs. Thank you for your constructive criticism. Yeah, we'll, we'll take those yeah. and just throw them away. We'll, yeah, get, we'll someone, get right on Someone that. please shut down that email address. But, you know, and honestly, yeah, thanks for everybody who really does put up with us, my wife. <laughs> Could you imagine being married to me? Uh, with no. all my no. comic books and movies, and then every weekend I'm like, I'm going to go hang out with my friends. And she's like, I guess I'll fucking clean the house again, you piece of shit. And I like, told her not See ya, honey. Do Doesn't work out well for me. <laughs> just kidding. We've been together 10 years. Can you believe that? Uh, no. I know. Must be doing something, right? I think the kid really saved the marriage. Yeah. <laughs> you work a lot. It's all right. I do work a lot. What's next? Um, I have a script here, but you know what I say? I don't care. Oh, God, no. Just kidding. Uh, we uh, normally talk about a movie we saw for the week, but we are going to have one of our segments in here, and this is what we've been watching. So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. I threw away the script, and I realized that I hardly ever use a script, and I need one for this show, <laughs> and so I had to go get it. Wow, the tables have turned. <laughs> um, yes. It's been so long since I heard those, those Joe Yeah, jokes. so that's uh, my good friend, Joe Kempter. Uh, he did uh, our old bumps for our segments, and 
Brad brought him back for this episode. He was so. an early guest on the show. He, might he was. Be, I think he was the first guest on the show. He was. He wants to Not come back here on. anymore, though. There's yeah. some early episodes where you guys did uh, video game review shows yeah. called Real Gamers. Oh, that's yeah. right. Oh, yeah, should, man. That yeah. was ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> Too much going on. Uh, I'll start because, you know, it's my show and I can do what I want. Sure. Um, so I like to do uh, binge watches, and I like to focus on certain things. Uh, I've done Tom Cruise, Emily Blunt. Have I mentioned I love Emily Blunt? Well, and no. uh, I'm working on Cary Grant right now. So I've seen 41 Cary Grant films, and I only have 36 more to go. You'll never make it. Oh, I'll make it. You'll never make it. I'll make it. Okay, you'll make it. Is that more movies than Clint Eastwood? Uh, about the same, I think. No, yeah, it is more. <laughs> okay. Man's got to know his limitations. <laughs> Clint Eastwood here? Shut up, old man! <laughs> Die! <laughs> um, so I'm always looking for something new to do, uh, and I, I like to stay focused because uh, being a nerd, I like to do lots of things. So if it's playing video games or reading comics or reading books, um, I got to stay focused. And so uh, my wife often accuses me of buying DVDs, Blu-rays, and never re-watching them. And she, uh, about a month ago, she kept on saying, hey, Ryan, you'd never watch this stuff. When's the last time you, you watch Better Watch Out? I'm like, don't know. Um, so I said to get back at my wife because she hates Family Guy. Um, I was going to take every episode of Family Guy and watch it from the beginning. And I have all 16 seasons, Ugh. plus the Star Wars episodes, plus the Stewie Griffin uh, movie they did. And so this I. This is really a spite your own face kind of thing. You know that. Yeah. Right? And you yeah. also have Seth MacFarlane locked in your basement. That is true. Yeah. Are you guys going to get a divorce? <laughs> <laughs> No, see, Brad, when you've been married as long as my wife and I have, you do things to annoy the other person, and it shows you still love them. Um, Don't tell my wife that. <laughs> That'll show her. No. I, <laughs> yeah. No, I, you know, actually, I really wanted to get back into watching Family Guy because I've been watching a lot of The Office. And, uh, and, and going, you're like, this is so good, yeah. but I can't measure how good it is without something really shitty. No, no, no. no. Family Guy is amazing. Um, and Brad and I, when we were um, we lads 20 years ago, when Family Guy first came out, would watch them. Old, old, you're old. We are old. Um, we'd watch them every day and quote them verbatim. So it's been a lot of fun going back and revisiting the early episodes of Family Guy and laughing and realizing that I've missed Family Guy in my life. Gross. It's like The Simpsons, where like after a period of several years, like you still love the show, but yeah. you, just, you just don't check in enough. Yeah, and um, then you realize you love the characters. And yeah, you just watch it because you need the pain. Because once it was on Adult <laughs> Swim, like yeah, like every night, yeah, we'd stay up and I know we yeah, we were so watch cool. Those blocks. Yeah, watch you know Family Guy and Aqua Teen Hunger Force, mm. Futurama, Futurama. We were so cool. <laughs> Remember. We were so cool. Some of those are good shows. And look what it led us to. Yeah, look, we're here now. <laughs> those days are behind you. <laughs> they are. I'm not cool anymore. Um, so, yeah, that's all I've been watching. Um, I'll be watching some more Cary Grant this week. Yeah. I don't know which ones yet. Maybe uh, None But the Lonely Heart, which he got his first Academy Award nomination for. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, he's, it, I'll never forget, I was watching uh, this movie called The Awful Truth with him. And uh, my wife came home, and I was watching and she She stops in front of the TV, and she goes, wow, he's handsome. And just keeps on walking to he the is. back of our house. Yeah. I was like, all right. Now I know where I stand. I mean, he's got a really hairy chest. Yeah. Hey, he's he's sexy. He's like 1940s sexy, dude. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Back then, if you didn't have chest hair like Tarzan, you weren't sexy. It was like a 40s code, man. It's yeah. like my favorite part of Catch Me If You Can is when he swims out to that pod and he's just like, just a bush. <laughs> like, oh, it's amazing. He's a man, that's why. Yeah. Brad, what have you been watching? Oh, wow. Uh, I've been excited to talk about this for a while. Uh, well, I've got uh, two things. Um, the first, uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead Season 3 finally came on Netflix. Nice. And uh, it was kind of more of like nothing. Um, <laughs> it, 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 the whole season kind of just What's revolves that? around... Huh? What? That was, that was probably a darkness joke, joke. the show you weren't watching. Okay. Uh, so, when he says boomstick. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. boomstick jokes. Um, yes. So they kind of just like the whole season revolves around like trying to get that dagger. Like 10 episodes. Oh, like The Shadow? I mean, it, 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 would, it might have still been on TV, so you can see it if you didn't wait for it I to mean, show up on Netflix. Don't so. make fun of the knife in the shadow, James. I I'm excited about the shadow. <laughs> they were talking about the shadow. I didn't hear what you said. It's all right. Anyway, to be fair, continue. it's a really nice dagger. So, so. since you're yeah, the, the, the perennial Evil Dead fan, I just wanted to get your thoughts on season three, because it's cool how it ends, but then the show's canceled, so none of that's going to go anywhere. Yeah, it's, it's one of those shows that no one ever watched on Stars. And then when they're because it was on stars, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's still a show. Remember when everything had a Z at the end or an X because it was cool? Because it was extreme. Uh, it still is. <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> My name is Jarvis. The Z at the end. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Do your parents know that yet? They will. They do now. <laughs> but no, it's fun. It, you know, it's it is interesting to go back to that character because he's been gone for so long. And there's episodes there that are really big highlights, but some episodes are pretty forgetful. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll always have a soft spot. It's like um, there's a Spider-Man movie coming out this year, and if that's what? not number one on my film explosion list, something's wrong with me, guys. Well, there's <laughs> another Spider-Man movie from this Exactly, so I can cheat because he's actually in two movies. So is I, it I, cheating because one of them is the greatest cinematic achievement of all time? Speaking of, speaking of that movie, uh, that's the other thing I watched this week uh, for the seventh time. Holy shit. Second time in 3D. Um, that's right. We were there seven, together. Seven like comes out of six after six, right? Like I didn't hear you wrong. You saw it seven times. It comes before eight. Right. How many hours is that? Ooh, twenty-one. We'll set. There you go. It's more than that. The young it's kid more than three hours. Can do math faster than me. No, it's three hours and one second. So I think. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> like I said, it's twenty-one hours and hours. twenty-eight seconds. Right. There Thank you. Go. Um. So anyway, uh, I've seen it a lot of times. And uh, I noticed a little kind of continuity problem uh, in one of the scenes. And because I had such a terrible experience at the Alamo the other night, um, there was no server to uh, complain to about all the people talking. So I whipped out my phone and just started recording the movie. Um, <laughs> I, Wait, I, what? Yeah. Uh, so that Someone I call the FBI. <laughs> hey, That's how he sees it so many times. Did you get all that, Kevin Feige? Did you get all that? So uh, I wanted to show you th this one scene that uh, kind of blew my mind. Uh, uh, Alex, go ahead and roll wheelchair.mp4. <laughs> you son of a bitch. This is my favorite scene. Greatest yeah. cinematic achievement of all time. Uh, I think I saved the wrong thing. Uh, yeah, go ahead and play uh, the other one, Alex. The uh, end game. We're good. Get your helmet on. This is really Scott, good. My phone. I'm gonna send you back a week, let you walk around for an hour, then bring you back in ten seconds. I don't think seconds. there's any spoilers, so sorry. <laughs> I, I totally forgot to prepare Perfectly you. Perfectly not confusing. Good luck, Scott. You got this. You're right. I do, Captain America. <laughs> 
At a count of three, three, two, one. Okay, so I don't know if you're paying attention, but follow Captain America as the clip replays. What? <laughs> Just watch Captain America. Oh, I know he's fast, but I didn't think he was that fast, and I don't know why he had to move at all. This is clear you've seen this movie seven times. <laughs> yep. this, is, this is the Starbucks coffee of this movie. <laughs> there he is again. And oh, he's on the right side of... Banner all of a sudden, so uh, they had to trim that scene, so that's why he's there. There's a scene where him walking over there, you just didn't yeah, see it, which just blows true. my mind. With it's like as much money as they pump into these for special effects, they can't just CGI him in the right spot, or they, they think people won't notice. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I did you... need a big arrow to show it to me. Us reasonable people were just fine with that. Yeah, there I goes it, there goes its best picture Oscar. It's a full movie of like weird timey wimey stuff that we shouldn't think about too hard. But you had a hard time with Captain America bouncing back and forth. I'm a filmmaker. I, I got to watch this. <laughs> I can't imagine the guy in the edit suite being like, "Hey, do we have any any other angles of, of this?" Well, you're right. At least we're making you could, a billion dollar you movie just here. CG here. You could you could Photoshop copy tool from one side of the screen to the other side, and he'd be fine. Yeah, and I'm sure I, the editor, all like myself, got lost in his eyes, <laughs> and so he just could they couldn't like figure it out. So, my goodness, yeah. I can't believe you just showed a whole scene of that movie film from your phone. <laughs> this is like the ultimate from the Alamo. of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Oh my god, no, we're all going thing. to movie hell. Yeah. So, yeah. That's very special hell. So, and then, <laughs> there goes uh, our EPK credentials. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. The uh, Infinity War also has, uh, in the very first scene where Tony Stark's walking through the park with Pepper Potts, uh, his uh, like hoodie just disappears from his shoulders halfway through the conversation. <laughs> well, he doesn't um, want that That's because he throws it on the ground, and it's nanotechnology. Yeah, he's a, <laughs> no, he's just a rich man, and he doesn't need he, like he, a new one every day. Like, he leaves them in every the Every couple woods minutes, I guess. He's helping people. the homeless people. Yes, right, yeah. He's that nice. He gave it to a child. Oh, and now you're picking on the child. Now right. the child has a nano hoodie. I'm sorry. I hope you're proud of yourself, Brad. Brad, the real question is, after seven times, is it still good? It's so amazing. <laughs> I mean, it, maybe it's not high art, but it's a fun, like, emotional ride. And, uh, again, I, I'm sorry. I totally forgot to <laughs> prepare the audience for you that. You should feel uh, bad. Now, uh, the Russo said we can spoil it today. Yeah, so it's not fine. terribly spoiled. Like, it only kind of spoils that they're testing time travel. Well, so. and Professor Hulk. Yes. Dang yeah. it. Yeah, you're right. I've seen it yeah. way too many times. I'm too comfortable with it now. Has anyone here not seen Endgame yet? Oh, there's yeah, there, there, there's a couple it's people. It's so close to Avatar. I know. He... It's... Say whatever you want. It's this close to beating Avatar. You have to go. <laughs> that, exactly. So you have to go. It's this close to beating it. So this is Fern Gully 3? 
If you don't do it, Will, if you don't do it, the terrorists and James Cameron win. This is the only (laughs) way we beat James Cameron. Yeah. You know, uh, me and Brad saw it in 3D a couple nights ago, and it is amazing in 3D. You forget, because, you know, 3D is kind of gone, whatever. Speaking of James Cameron. Yeah, but uh, (laughs) seeing this in 3D, it's the the opening scene where Hawkeye's on it, and it's like they're in front of me, and I kept on reaching out to touch him. (laughs) He wasn't there. But it felt like he was. So that's why yeah. I got that restraining order from Jeremy Renner sent in the mail to me. Yep. You keep trying to touch him. <sighs> yeah. So that's what I've been watching nice. this week. Captain America. Yeah. America's ass. Oh, God. That is America's ass. His arc. I swear to God, I love it. <sighs> James? Uh, well, yeah. I, I, I hate bread. <laughs> um, what else is new? Because, because like, you have like a fancy video and stuff, and you've got to see Endgame seven times, which is a great movie. Uh, this week, my co- contribution is that I got to see a little less than one hour of Aquaman. <laughs> Bad yeah! Ass. About 57 minutes. Hug. My yeah. man! I think I left the movie when they jumped out of a plane, and then I never saw anything you know, after that. You know, in the air. Right. Above the ocean. Well, Redheads, gotta love know, them. At least it was a chain of se- change of scenery. Like, it was okay. So, here's the thing. I, I started watching that movie on a plane because the proper way, after Wonder Woman, which even, like, I did not enjoy very much. Uh, I know, I'm sorry. But the end of the He's third wrong. act of that movie He's is wrong. garbage and undermines that character. Um, so, after that, like, False. I really just was kind of done and I didn't want to give money to Aquaman. And... So here was my chance. I was on a flight. I had a layover before or after it, and so I was like, okay, I'm going to start watching Aquaman. I got about an hour. I'll, I'll get to it, and then on the next flight, I'll watch the second half. And I get onto the second Delta flight, and they hadn't updated any of the media stuff, and so they didn't have Aquaman. So now they fucking got me. Like, <laughs> I have to pay money and spend real time to see the end of this movie, which I hey, don't think I want. James, to- I have a digital code. Would you like it? Ooh, yes. I'll Actually, give it to yeah, you. Yeah, I'll take that. Cause, so here's the thing. It's not that bad. It's actually kind of fun, except for how garbage it is. <laughs> so, if you take out all the bad stuff, it's a pretty good movie. Yeah, so. it, no, you're right. Like, if you change almost everything, it's awesome. So, that movie is so full of potential. Take out Aquaman, put in some Captain America, yeah. rename well, it Endgame. No, like. you just like you just have to make any good decision. There's literally a character, a villain in that movie, whose motivation is just that he's evil and he hates Aquaman. And it makes no sense at all. Like, that's the villains from Super Friends. And we were eight, and we knew that wasn't very good. James, you know, when I describe Aquaman to people, I go, it's an all right movie, but at the end of the day, it's just a dude who talks to fish. It can only be so cool. That's maybe the coolest bit. That's the problem. (laughs) So, like, the movie starts... (laughs) Yeah, the movie starts with this beautiful Jules Verne quote, and, like the promise of this nice romance and like and I was like oh, okay cool this is I was actually a little impressed and then the narration like like a theatrical cut of Blade Runner just keeps going <laughs> and fucking ruins everything at all turns and it's awful and then there's like a good action scene with Nicole Kidman and I'm like okay alright this you know like this kind of seems fun um, it was kind of like if, if Zack Snyder had filmed the baseball bat scene from the end of Signs, <laughs> like where it's just like zooming all over the room and there's people kicking and there's like fish stormtroopers or then something. It'd be interesting I don't know to what watch. was happening. But so that happens. And then there's this weird uh, introduction of Black Manta where like and I'm all on board for like pirate submarines. Like that seems cool. But they introduce the guy by having literally the first shot of this villain is him like the barrel of his gun mowing down innocent people. And then five minutes later when his, like, his dad hands him a knife 
and it's this like, oh, my, your grandfather, this was your grandfather's knife, and he did all this great stuff. And I'm like, I'm supposed to like be excited for this guy getting some cool knife, or like emotionally <laughs> be literally you introduced him by having him just slaughter navy men. Like that wasn't what I needed. And then five minutes later, Aquaban like saves all the guys in the boat, and it's great. And he his father gets you know, Black Manta's father gets pinned under a thing, and Black Manta's like, you have to help me. And again, I don't care about you. You're a bad person who murders people. But at the same time, like, sure, a superhero you would think maybe has a little mercy. And no, Aquaman in his first scene in the movie is like, the ocean has mercy. Fuck you, man. I'm getting out of here. (laughs) Not as cool as Batman, you know, where he's like, I don't have to save you and just let some. Die. Yeah, but that guy's like a re- that guy's already a villain. This guy just <laughs> murdered some people. Like, arrest him, put him in jail. Like, just you know, it's not his place to choose. I'm just saying. The first scene where we introduce the guy, he's already not that likable. Uh, and then they introduce the real villain, and the real villain they they whisper about the idea of like, oh, this is this could be a villain who actually wants to do some good, and there's some climate change stuff in there, and you're like, oh, okay, like if his argument was. I hate the surface people because they're destroying, you know, currents or destroying our cities or whatever, like, which isn't in the movie. That was a better idea than his, his idea. Um, Creating the plastic island. Yeah, like, right. Like, that could have been a good villain, but instead he's just evil and wants power, and, but he says those things, but then that's completely ignored, you know. And so, I don't know. An hour in, I'm like, okay, the action scenes are cool-ish. I want to know it's how shot it well. ends. It's shot pretty well, yeah. Like it's you know it's yeah. neat. The the final action stuff is pretty good. So once you get there, is it be... better than Wonder Woman, where it's not just like CG everything and like an old guy's face pasted in there? Uh, yeah, it's CG everything. <laughs> is the old guy Patrick Wilson because he's not as old? No. God. It's Willem Dafoe. Man, if Ares shows up at the end of that movie, I'm gonna be so pissed. That's all I'm saying. Ares is the Thanos of the you. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine like, the close. whole ocean showing up at the end. Okay, wait. Okay, so here's the biggest thing. At, I'm at an hour in. I have seen the sharks with freaking lasers on their heads, but they haven't shot the freaking lasers. Do I get to see them shoot the freaking lasers? I don't know it's forgettable. I don't remember. Uh, yeah. Here's the thing. You just said sharks with lasers is forgettable. That's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> True. It is. It really is. Yeah. So I opened up these uh, cards, yeah. and they have puns on the bottom of them. Ooh. So here's a guy that has his face scratched by Freddy Krueger, and it says, next time I'll use an electric razor. <laughs> 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 Who comes up with this stuff? I don't know. Probably the writers of the last couple Freddy movies. The worst part is. about this is that the best joke in our show was written in 1982. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I like that guy. Anyway, that's what I was watching this week. Hopefully, you know, maybe next week in this segment I'll do the second half of Aquaman. That's just where my life is right now. So, I don't understand this one. This is one from uh, American Werewolf in London. And it says, dishwashing liquid, I'm soaking in it. Oh, I guess because his hand's messed up. Yeah, it's because like, his hand looks like there's goo all over it. Right? Oh, okay. Yep. It, it's the that movie's great, though. Yeah. yeah. Zach, what have you been watching this week? I got two things for you. Um... First off, um, I watched... Hey, Henry, what have you been watching this yeah. week? I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm gonna go pee. Uh, Just kidding. Go, Zach. No, you're all good. Um, I, um, I'm continuing my Universal Monster box set binge. Um, just revisiting these films I've loved ever since I was a kid, these old monster movies. Uh, this time around, I rewatched Frankenstein Meets the Wolfman. Um, quick recap. Um, Igor, played by Bela Lugosi, gets his brain put inside the monster in the previous film, but goes blind because the blood transfusion doesn't work out. 
Previously on Frankenstein. <laughs> previ- previously on James Whale's Frankenstein. Does he become played by Bela Lugosi? He does in Frankenstein Meets the Wolfman. That's now, weird. Now, here's the issue. Well, one is because... Wait, so they put his brain in the monster, and the monster's outside becomes Bela Lugosi. In this new film, yes. In the, in the film before, I'm it's lost. Lon Chaney. <laughs> but since Lon Chaney has to play the Wolfman, he can't very well play both. It's like a Blacklist episode. Continuity was so easy back then. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just replace the actors. It's very simple. <laughs> They're like cattle. Um... But so um, in this one, though, apparently they decided that they weren't going to tell Bela Lugosi that he wasn't supposed to play Frankenstein's monster blind. But he didn't like. But since he didn't get the memo, he walks around that entire movie lumbering around like he's looking for his fucking glasses. So it's just basically like that image of Frankenstein that you're all like very familiar with, with the lumbering arms and whatnot. That's not Karl- Karloff. That's fucking Bela Lugosi pretending to find his eyeballs. Yes, exactly. Um, the whole film, though, is um, it's a fun little affair. Um, you got Lon Chaney playing the Wolfman once again, and he has a little bit more conflict this time around. Um, the gypsy woman from the first Wolfman is back in it, Maria Ospenskaya, and she uh, has a lot more to do this time around, and she seems way more interested this time around than she does in the Wolfman. Um, and then it ends with the, like, you know, it's a quick, like, fight scene between Frankenstein's monster and the Wolfman. So it's kind of like... Under, it's almost like the same amount of length in Batman v Superman. We don't really get to see them fight, but <laughs> but they're technically versing each other. Yeah. So, um, and then um, I'm also going through Star Trek: The Next Generation all over again because the first time I went through it, um, I was either drunk or stoned or depressed. So now I'm watching it with a more optimistic it, attitude. It helps with all those things. Oh yes, it does. It it, it does. Um, and I'm a big TOS fan, but Next Gen, I'm really learning to relove. Um, this week, though, uh, I think I watched my least favorite episode of Next Gen. Was Tasha Yar in it? No, she wasn't. She's, wow. de- she's dead by now. I'm in season five, bro. Um, she can pop up. Amateur hour. Yeah, exactly. She's like a bad penny. <laughs> that episode where she dies When they is talk great, about though, this cause... stuff, I totally zone out because I have no idea what they're talking about. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Star Trek. <laughs> oh, yes. I'll, I'll, I'll carry it from here. I, All right, I thank Star you. Trek. Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Uh, I'm going to take um, it out. Actually, that uh, Tasha Yar's death episode is great because she um, is they, dead. They, they, no, you, well, I sure, but they also get to fight the first internet troll. Uh, <laughs> is it a literal troll? No, it's a big black sludge monster, which is kind of the same thing when you think about it. It is, yeah. Um, but so this episode though involves uh, Loxana Troy, Deanna Troy's mother, coming onto the ship and going, "I'm getting married." Um, oh, yeah. and, uh, going, and everybody else is going like, what? Meanwhile, Worf and his son are having family issues, so they go to Deanna Troy for counseling. Uh, and, uh, she, she, she suggests a parental, uh, child contract, which never works out, guys, trust me. Um, so Worf's son, Alexander, ends up hanging out with Loxana a lot, and together they learn about, like, how to live life and how to learn to love life all over again. But they go into the holodeck and they go into this, like, positive free spirit zone and it's full of the most wackiest dumb shit I've ever seen on the holodeck to date and I've seen Professor Moriarty walk off that holodeck <laughs> so like and they go in and like there's a like, little head in a bubble that's like got tile all over his face and he's just like making like <laughs> and then they go to another guy who's just juggling three color balls and going like these are my worlds if I let one of my worlds fall I should be very sad and then they go into a mud bath <laughs> Um, so it's as you do. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, um, and then they like, they're all sitting around there and they go bring on the entertainment. And then this body paint gal just starts dancing around young Alexander Worf. And I'm just like, this seems inappropriate. <laughs> it's weird. You got footage from my dorm. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I forgot you were half Klingon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then um, and meanwhile, something's happening on the ship involving a jelly thing, and that doesn't really matter because Loxana and Alexander are clearly the stars of this episode, and it kind of pisses me off. <laughs> um, so... I only remember Alexander from when I was a kid watching this show, and uh-huh. I remember hating him even when I was eight years I old. I don't hate the character. I hate him in this episode. This okay. is the thing. Can I just forget this episode exists? I just only remember him being whiny. Is it only that episode? He's he's a kid. Like he's he's got typical typical kid problems. Yeah. And his mom died. Okay. Spoilers. Right. Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> Fine, you win with mom. And, and he's a Klingon trying to grow up in a Terran world. Uh, okay. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and, and Worf's just trying to be the best dad he can be. Oh, and at the end of the episode, Worf and Deanna end up being in the mud bath together with all of them, so they're all just oh, having wow. fun. And Worf naturally has the last line going like, are you supposed to just sit in here? And then you don't hear it, but it should have gone, wah, wah, wah. Star Trek executive producer Gene Roddenberry. Does Alex have a wah, wah, wah back there? <laughs> now if we can go back and re-edit that, that'd be great. Yeah, that's right. A mock time. Um, and uh, But yeah, and then, but on the other side of that, I did watch the cause and effect episode where they keep replaying the same incident over and over again. That is some of the best direction I've seen on that show ever. Uh, it's, it's fucking wonderful. So, so yeah, that's all I've been watching. Real quick, I want to ask, because there was that box set, the Universal Monsters box set. What's yeah. the deal with that? Because the first one's got, like, Invisible Ray and stuff. Are they going to get no. so that's all a, the good stuff? So that's a new one, and it features all of the Bela Lugosi-Boris Karloff team-up films. Okay. So they did four together. Black oh, Friday. that one said Volume 1 on it. Well, they're four? doing another Universal Horror one that's going to be Volume 2, because okay. now they're doing a series of it. But this one has the Black Cat. Black Friday, The Invisible Ray, and the fourth one, which I can't remember at the current moment. So if I start buying this series, will I eventually have all of them? Theoretically, if they've been able to get their hands on all the prints. The issue is is that, are they going to be worth restoring? There's some Claude Rain films from the uh, early 30s that they need to restore. I don't think they're going to have the prints to do it. So. Okay. But I don't know. Again, I don't work at Universal, despite my dreams. What? Yeah. Sorry. I didn't make Get Out. I wish I did. Cool. All right, Henry. Bring us home with your French film. J'attends la Eiffel Tower. It's Lebanese. Okay, um, sorry. Really? Yeah. Um, That's dope. So I watched a Lebanese film called Chepanum, which uh, translates in Arabic to chaos. Um, it's a drama. It was not my best foreign film this year. Cool. Uh, it was good. It's about uh, a kid who, uh, he's like 10, and his parents keep making children to sell off. And he's like, I'm just going to leave. So he does. It's about how he's on the streets. It's really sad. Um, but it's really good. It's a really good movie. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. The kid who plays the main kid, uh, who's played by Zayn Al-Rifair, I think is his name. Uh, he's oh, that, that guy. A, that was impressive. Yeah, you know, Billy Zayn Al-Rifair. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he plays uh, Captain America. Um, <laughs> he uh, is 12 and gives probably the best performance I've seen all of last year. Wow. Which is saying something, because I notoriously told Jacob Tremblay to go fuck himself on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and yeah. that pushed him to do The Predator, so it's your fault. Right. Is it my fault? And that's that little... remake of The Kid they're doing. <laughs> Who cares? Anyway, that's what I watched. Nice. Um, before we get into the audience participation part of our podcast, we do have a guest in-house. We have Chad from the 48-Hour Film Festival. And I'll let Brad take over and ask Chad a couple questions about the 48-Hour Film Project. And I almost took over. I almost tripped over the cord. You told me not to trip over. It was going to happen. Yep, and it was going to be me. Hello. Hi, Chad. How you doing? Good. <laughs> how are you? I'm doing all right. A little stage fright, but 
What yeah, you do? You too. <laughs> you too? Yeah. yeah. So uh, every year I've been doing the 48-hour film project in Denver, uh, and that's where you go away for a weekend and you try and make a film. And the you know, producers give you a genre and three uh, types of criteria, um, and uh, you go off and make a movie. And at the end, you get to screen them with like 50 other, other movies. And it's a ton of fun, I think. Um, but I'm going to let it's Chad explain the rest of it. Stress. <laughs> yeah. So, and you've done it before. I have, yeah. I've uh, I've actually participated as a filmmaker. I think the past six years started in Albuquerque, New Mexico, actually, um, and then came up here and found a team. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of stress. Uh, you have 48 hours. You got to make a movie from the beginning to the end. You got to write it, edit it, film it, everything. So, and. Uh, you, you've taken over the Denver uh, chapter of the project this year, so tell us what we can expect. Yeah, so this year I'm the producer of the Denver 48-hour film project. It's kind of a daunting task um, to get you know everybody together. Um, it's, it's a good kind of stress, again. <laughs> um, but uh, we're going to start... Was it uh, August second, third, and fourth? Is the forty-eight hours that it's actually gonna gonna go on? And when can you start signing up for it? You can start signing up on the twenty-eighth of this month, which this will be airing like seven weeks from now. So I'm the guessing 20, June of May. May, okay. All right. So it's in May. Yeah. It will already be ready to go when this yeah. airs. Yeah. So. August August second, third, and fourth. Uh, that's when you actually film. Uh, so whenever this comes out on air you should be able to to sign up cool yeah right on cool, right. cool. Thanks, thanks for telling us yeah. thanks for coming to the show too do it chad do you think we buttered them up so that, this next part <laughs> is i'm gonna need some audience participation and i need six Man, people now I can see them um so but before i tell you what it is um it's a show that we call Nerd Rage. Oh, so wow, excited, that right? was like hardcore Ninja Turtles. That was one of the <laughs> coolest things you've um, ever made. So we have three categories in this game, and we have each chosen ten films in each category. Now, your job as an audience member is to guess these films and um, the order that they're in. The yeah. first one is worth 10 points. The 10th pick is going to be worth one point. So the job is to get the most points out of your opponents. And it's so like Family Feud. It's like Family Feud, but we call it Nerd Rage because uh, unlike Brad, I care about you know being litigated against. <laughs> yeah, so basically uh, we surveyed the five of us. Uh, of our top ten, like for example, the first category is going to be Pixar films. We each g gave each other our ten favorite films, and then we did like an average of those uh, rankings. And then, so your job is to d basically guess like what would be on our lists collectively. Yes. Yeah, so we we have three rounds, and we also have Alamo movie tickets for the winner of each round. And you get five chances. And you get to guess. Yeah, we'll do five chances. Yes. <laughs> All hail sound the nerds. I, I feel like it's we just... We need one. a soundboard for the I'm going to come show. down here. So our first one is top 10 Pixar movies, and I'm going to put a rest out there so you folks can think about it. Uh, the second one is the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and then we're going to end it with the 70s. So this is going to be a little more tricky um, because 
I mean, I might be old, but I'm not that old where I can go, oh, the best film from 1972 is... Uh, um, we, when we do our film Explosions, we only go back 30 years because yeah. when we look at trying to make a top 10 of movies from the 70s that we like, yeah. it's rather short. Yes. Yeah. So. But it's great because my mom's been asking for a 70s list for a long time. Yeah, so, uh, Carol, sorry, you're stuck in the 70s. You're going to have to wait till the oh. end. <laughs> no, I mean like stuck in the, the 70s oh, yeah. part of this oh, yeah. the game dig, show. Dig out of it. Yeah, dig yourself out of it. It's fine. No. Carol, get in the DeLorean. Get back from the 70s. So um, can I get two people for the Pixar movies? Anybody. I will come. Jerry, I'm going to come up and get you if you don't come down. All right. One other person. All right, William. Thank you, buddy. Thanks for coming down. We'll come to the center of the stage. And we'll have to share a microphone. Thanks for your testimonial. (laughs) Appreciate it. Yeah, you were. You were. Um, am I in the way? Can everybody see? I'm going to do this. Um, so, Son, there comes a time in every man's life. <laughs> um, what is the greatest horror film of all time? Uh, one second. I'm going to see who goes he's, first. He's right, yeah. oh, you're, you're going second. Sorry, Jerry. Okay, awesome. you win. <laughs> the Shining is a piece of shit. <laughs> um, so, William... Pick a top ten Pixar film. I'm trying to guess what most people say is the best, right? Yep. Us. You're trying to pick what we say. Oh, we, fuck. the five as a of us. general average. <sighs> well, the, the as... being here that we probably agreed, and then Henry probably screwed it up. There's one French one. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... Netbook's life. As I've never listened to your podcast, I probably don't know your opinions very well. <laughs> you Fuck you, Will. <laughs> so I'm just going to guess what uh, the majority of people, I think, would say. So number one, I'm going to say is Toy Story 3. All right. Do we have Toy Story 3? Dun, dun, dun. Boom. It is number one. Hey-o! The nice number pick. one slot. Ten points for Will. All right. Now, Jerry, let's not... Talk about your choice in horror films. <laughs> the correct answer, of course, is Night of the Living Dead. Um, <laughs> I agree. Get Out is great. Um, but why don't, you, why don't you pick another Pixar film? Inside Out? Where does Inside that's, Out that's end up? That's a good up? choice. That is a great choice. Man. Number oh, five. Whoa. Right in half. You guys screwed it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Will? Uh, the Incredibles. The Incredibles. Show me the Incredibles. Eight. Number eight. Ooh, that's low. Apparently, who's, we who's hate wrong? Brad Bird. <laughs> Jerry. Wally. Wally. One of my favorites. It better be in the top five. Number three. Yes. Ooh. That so I don't, I don't, I don't well. know these either right now. I just know what I picked. Yeah, none of us have seen these answers except for Brad. Yes. <laughs> well, Brad rigged this is what you're saying. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I basically, this pe- is my list. <laughs> people, people seem to like Finding Nemo, so say Finding Nemo. Yes, Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo is at number four. Ooh. Ooh. This is getting close. How many is it? Yeah, number two. Ratatouille. <laughs> Ratatouille, the French film. That's the French one. Yes. Number, Number six. six. And too low, if you ask me. 
So, but none of them have. They've all picked one. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So you guys are like. What, us. What's the score awesome. so far? There's only like two that don't. Uh, the list James, give bad. me an update on the score, please. Uh, I'm an English major, so this is gonna take a second. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No. So, The Shining has 17 points right now. <laughs> And with 20 points, something else. Yeah, all right. This is the fourth round, guys, so the number two is going to play big into this. Uh, let's say up. Ooh, that might be it. Is that it? Survey number two is up. Yeah. Old man goes up in that balloon house. Love it. Jerry? <laughs> a bug's life. Bug's life. Ooh. Bug's life. <laughs> Michael Scott's favorite movie. I'm sorry, Bug's Life is not on this list. Oh. oh. <laughs> no one likes little bug. Well, bring it home. Um. The Incredibles two. <laughs> the Incredibles one two. of them. <laughs> Incredibles Third 2 day. is not on this list. Oh. Whoa. Can Good. you steal? Man. <laughs> um, there are th- two other Toy Story films. <laughs> 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 and both of them are better than most. Cars. Ooh. Cars is not on the list. What? I put it on there. Who hates Paul Newman? That's close three. That's five and five, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Um, what's the point total? All right. Shining still has 17 and something else has 29 points. All right, Will. Congratulations, Will. You do. Yeah, you get a, you get a free, free ticket movie. to the Alamo Draft House. If you'd been listening Our to this, favorite this podcast, movie theater. you would have known that. <laughs> oh, get out of here. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Take the ticket Boom. back. <laughs> there goes a rebel, a renegade, a talker. We get to find out what those three are. All right. Yeah, what are the other three? Uh, yeah, so two. You, you mentioned Cars. Cars 2. You mentioned Cars, but you and I put it on as Cars 3. That's right. And it still didn't make the list. What? Full disclosure, my kid loves uh, Lightning McQueen, so yeah. I have to like him. So at number, shall I go 7 first yeah, or 10? Yeah, yeah. yeah, do 7. All right, number 7. Should have played those extra Toy Stories, because oh, Toy Story 2. Of course. It's <laughs> controversial that it's even lower than Toy Story 3. I mean, <laughs> Is it really that controversial? In my heart. Country. Oh, okay. I, mean, I think once they did that, like the toys almost die scene, yeah, that kind of Schindler's toy box. Yeah. I cry so many times in Toy Story three. Yeah, kind of trumped the uh, Toy Story two thing. Do you remember when you went to college and you had to give away all your toys? I don't because my parents still have them in their. Yeah, I, still have <laughs> mine. I was going to say, what are you talking about? I still play with them. My, mine move from house to house with me. <laughs> in glass cases. <laughs> That's true. All right, number nine was Monsters oh, Inc. That's ah. ah. just corporate America getting to you. <laughs> And I was surprised that this recent one made it on. Uh, number 10 is Coco. Yeah! Oh! The movie's incredible. <laughs> it is wonderful. Makes you cry. All right. All right. That is the top 10 Pixar movies, according to Real Nerds Podcast. So now we have the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which means I need two more people. Ooh. Yes. 
Yes. That was quick. Yes. We got people that really want to do the Marvel stuff. I love it. People can list these. All your answers are going to be Thor Dark World. All right. Which is funny because this is definitely a more difficult thing to guess, I think. think This one has more than 12. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. All right, guys. So um, who is the greatest Avenger? Captain America. Shit. Like what I actually think or what I think? Oh, fuck. Um, Oh, my God. Hulk. Uh, you're both wrong. It's Spider-Man, but I'm going to go with Captain America. <laughs> um, full disclosure, Spider-Man's my favorite character. So <laughs> so no matter what you said, if you said Spider-Man, you're going to win. Yeah, it might be an unbiased poll. Yes, unbiased. So, Chad, according to the real nerds, what do you believe is the highest rated Marvel Cinematic Universe movie? Black Panther. Black Panther. Show me Black Panther. Hang on. I'm using a touchpad over here. <laughs> Number 10. Number 10, yeah. Apparently Wakanda not forever, oh, Jesus. Man. I don't think I put it on my top 10. The That's best answer, correct. regardless that of what anybody says, is Captain America the Winter Soldier. Ooh, I love the Winter Soldier. Oh, man. Do this all day. Show me Winter Soldier. One Winter armor Soldier two. is number three. Number three, Woo! yes. <laughs> <laughs> love the Mario sound effect, too. Uh, that's Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, that's Sonic. <laughs> For full details, see the Sonic trailer. Some, someone else be host. We need yeah. a real nerd over here. <laughs> For the next one, we're going to play the uh, Coolio music. <laughs> uh, we might as well try it. We'll see. Endgame. Mm. Endgame. Endgame. Where does Endgame show up? Endgame is currently... Which level is that, Ryan? It's um, the city one. Sure, I don't know. <laughs> uh, number two is Endgame. No. Woo! Oh. All right. Coming back. Oh, my God. That totally threw off my thinking. Endgame. Uh, let's just Infinity War. Infinity War. Infinity War is currently the number one pick. Ooh. Wow. How is What? All right. I like one movie. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, let's go with Iron Man. The first Iron Man. Ooh. My boy, Robert Downey Jr. I'm buying you out, Tony. Favorite actor? The first Iron Man is number nine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. You built Absolutely. that list in a cave from Get scratch. Get the fewest points first uh, and come from behind. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Yes. Doctor Strange is not on this list. Oh. What the heck, guys? No one likes the Cumberbatch? James, score update. All right, I've been doing the math as we go this time. <laughs> yes. So right now, Captain America has 14, and the Hulk has 18. Oh, we Still got a good close one. game. Anybody's game. Lost count. Thanks. <laughs> um, let's go with Civil War. Civil War. Spidey's introduction. Ken Burns, Captain America, Civil War. <laughs> Captain America, Civil War is number five. Ooh, all right. <laughs> the introduction of Giant Man 2. Uh, Spider-Man. Oh, my God. Giant Man, everyone's favorite character. <laughs> um, Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man Homecoming. Ooh, Better be on this effing guess. list. Good guess. A little lower than I expected, but it is number seven. That's yeah, there we go. It better be on the list. I don't care where it's at. <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Napoleon. 
It's getting harder now. Um, Let's go with the first Avengers movie. Avengers. Marvel's Disney's Avengers. <laughs> Disney's Marvel's Avengers is number four. Ooh. Oh, I heard some Evil Dead, too. All right, no pressure, but you really need to get one. Damn, that was the one I was going to guess. Um, <laughs> is this the fifth time? Iron Man 3. Mm. Iron Man 3. Ooh, controversial choice. No, it's not a shame. Do Black we not... love that movie more than most people? Iron Man 3 did not make the cut. Oh. oh. Well, I do, so you all fucked it up. But on <laughs> the on the bright side, Nice Guys is still number seven. <laughs> Don't start. <laughs> James, give me the final score. The final score, Captain America has 27. And the Hulk has 22. It goes to Captain America. <laughs> so truly the greatest second Avenger. Hulk, when you leave, can you do sad you Hulk it. walk away? And then we can play that music. <laughs> do, 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 do. Aw. Thank you for playing. <laughs> Alex is You did one. so Look, great. I hope David you find ba- another village that needs you. So David sad. Banner walking down a lonely road in search for peace. <laughs> oh, I forgot that Bill Bixby slipped on banana peels on that show. <laughs> So this is the probably the hardest category. Yeah. This is you don't want to know the, the other 70s, according I, I to Real know. Nerds. Hey, Ryan. Wait. Oh, Ryan, yeah, what are these two? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to show the other two. That's why they – see, that's why I don't like a script, because I never follow it. Come on, Joe Johnston. All right, number six, we've Come got – Come on, Dark World. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> Taylor's in the back, very frustrated right now, if you can hear it. Uh, and then number eight is one of my favorites – Thor Ragnarok. Yes. None of y'all like Joe Johnson, really? Come on. Why would that film ever be in the top ten? Because it's amazing. Are you serious? (laughs) It's a a fun time. Go watch Aquaman. You are failing! (laughs) So we got 1970s movies. Yep, yep. Carol, you don't have a choice. So this is also a setup because I've wanted James's mother on this podcast for so long. That it's happening. It's the milestone. Woo! Carol, Carol. All right. This is awesome. Now, just to throw you off, I'm James's cousin, Kara, and this is his mother, Carol. So see if you can tell us apart. It's going to be a a fight. So let's see, 1970s. Heart to heart. Best 70s president. Best 70s president is? Oh, gross. (laughs) Carter. Carter. You have to pick the other one now. (laughs) You're you're thinking I remember. (laughs) Uh, That's the right answer, though. That's that's what's... And you win because they are all terrible in the 70s. Woo! (laughs) Carol. Oh, Ryan, that hurts. I'm not going to give you an electric hug. I'm going to give you a real one. Thank you for being so supportive. Uh And always listening and telling us we have bad mouths. Um, so, according to us, what do you think movie is going to be on here from the seventies? Oh God! I was trying. You know, you guys were supposed to do the nineteen seventy nine film explosion, and you didn't. That's because um, it's really hard. Is it? I've only seen I'm like three movies now from that of the movies <laughs> that I had said that we were going to have on there. I, I can't think. A whole decade of movies. Um, Yes. See, that's the problem. Um, I can see it in my head. Finding Nemo. 
That's actually a clue. One takes place on an yes, island. Dustin Hoffman and Robert Redford. Oh, Rain Man. Kramer versus Kramer. You think? Oh, you're yeah. thinking Rain Man. Yes. Oh, present, oh, okay. I think Rain Man's like 81. Rain Man is 89 or 88. Yeah, yeah 88. Uh, no, no, no. no. With, All the presidents. Uh, Meryl Streep. Um, oh, Kramer versus Kramer. Uh, yeah, Kramer versus yes. Kramer. Yes. Yeah, that's a good answer. Kramer versus Kramer is not on the list. It's not on the list. Kara, this is a tough. What do you think? Zero. How about, how about the Godfather? Point. Zero. <laughs> oh. How about the Godfather? Godfather? Which one? One. I would have said two or three. Okay, well, I make sure. The only one, one that matters. <laughs> you said the Godfather part one? Yep. Is not on the list. Oh. oh. That's great. That's great. No, nice. <laughs> I think Francis Ford oh, Coppola dances to that music while he crushes grapes for wine. Okay, so when did Star Wars come out? We got Star Wars, 1977. Where do we put Star Wars Star on this Star Wars list? is the number one answer. Oh, yeah. I still win, guys. And it's, it's not A New Hope because it premiered as Star Wars in the 70s. So. Yes. I'm so disappointed in you guys. Hey, that's not, that's not, that's not what Karen, I wanted to go home, George Lucas. <laughs> okay. I saw Star Wars in the theater when it came out. Hell yeah. Jealous. All right. Well, how about The Godfather 3, then? That's no? the 90s. 90s yeah. ah, two, then. Go, show me Godfather Part 2. Is the number nine choice, ah, thanks to me and Henry. <laughs> you know how you catch a fish, Mary? I'm trying to think, like, when did the first Mad Max movie come out? 81. Yeah, 81. Um, I, I, this is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm just... This was. <laughs> you were not supposed to do this to me. <laughs> I have no clue. Shark. <coughs> I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you should take care of that cold. <laughs> okay, so I guess we're cheating now. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't ask to do this. That's right. I put you uh, on the spot. Okay, so Jaws. Jaws, show me Jaws. Jaws is the number two spot. Dang. All right. Kara? Man. It's tough. It is. Especially because I should have thought of Star Wars. Uh, there's one more really good one. Well, hopefully there are seven well, more yes. really good ones. <laughs> I mean, there's one that's like, oh, yeah. Four through ten are just garbage. <laughs> See, because now I'm going to start getting the wrong. De- how about how about Scarface? That's the '83, I think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, What's another Al Pacino film? He was in many of them. Taxi Driver. That is the '70s. <laughs> Taxi Driver did not make the collective cut. Uh, have you all seen Taxi Driver? Yes. Th- yeah. This this is all a ploy by James because he hates Scorsese. Yeah. You're wrong. <laughs> did you put it on yours? Carol? Yes, I did. I don't remember my list. I remember mine. <laughs> see, part of the well, problem I remember is, one. during the 70s, I didn't see them till the 80s because I was having kids. That's right. Some of them you didn't see until I was You're like welcome, 18. You're welcome, James. So just think of your son yeah. and how much he likes... A certain director who directed movies in oh, that that's, time. That's, 
So you got Spielberg on there. Yeah. There's also a horror sci-fi, sci-fi blend movie that I'm guessing is probably on everybody's list. It, ought to be. Um, it takes place on a ship with Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> um, oh, yes, Titanic. I have no idea. Uh, there's a chess burster on there. <laughs> Some would say it's another word for E.T. Are you talking about... Oh, she's seen it. Alien? Yeah. Alien. Is Alien on the list? Alien is the number three spot. Wow. Now, I'm going to play a, a couple for you to pick. Okay. Um, here's a line from this movie. Okay. Someone go back to town and get a shitload of dimes. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> if that one doesn't work... Really good. There's also a very important horror film at this time, and it's based on a holiday. Is it Halloween? Show me Halloween. <laughs> Halloween is the number four spot. Yeah. Right. Woo. No. No. Alex says everything in here. Damn you, I Michael. About, I thought you were talking about the really? horror film that came out this decade, too. I met this six-year-old child. Now, Paul Newman was in a great film in the 70s. He was in a lot of great films every time. <laughs> um, there's also a scene where they sit around a campfire and fart. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Show. What? Show us the sting. The sting is not on this list. Uh. You guys are the worst. Wait, did I? No, I didn't. No, I'm a bad person. Wow. Can, how about, does the audience want to guess one? That was a good guess. <laughs> Blazing Saddles. Show me Blazing Saddles. The number eight spot. Hey. Woo! How about some more beans, Mr. Taggart? Yeah. I, I, I watched it two weeks ago. It's wonderful. You know, I don't know what these guys. I mean, seriously. Blazing Saddles and not the Sting. Because they're... So, Blazing Saddles not on my list, but the Sting is because I'm a red-blooded American. We're all racist. Because <laughs> one has Gene Wilder and the other one does not. Oh, man. The rest of my list is not going to be on here. <laughs> uh, and that's that was our final round. Let's so, keep going. So okay. Oh, okay. So why don't we reveal the rest? Woo! Oh, okay. Sure. Thank you. I just really wanted you on the podcast, and, and, I, and I tricked you for it. All right, Ryan. Another one from your list did make it. Did it? Thanks to me, because I also put it on, and it's number. Come on, number ten is Disney's Robin yes! Hood. Yes. A Bill Harris movie made this list. I mean, See, most of that movie's stolen from other Disney movies, but... but that's okay. Oh, the song on. isn't. Number seven is one of the greatest comedies. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. A swallow carry a coconut. Number six uh, was pretty big at the time and kind of kick-started uh, comic books uh, movies as we know it. Oh. Superman. Oh, <laughs> Superman. All of us just dismissed it. How did it make it on the top ten? That <laughs> <laughs> was on mine. Because Brad did the math, and he's the only one who cares. About <laughs> and that I movie. can't do math. All right. And number five, the last one, uh, is Rocky. Yeah. Uh, so they go to a toll uh, gate. In Blazing Saddles, and he yells back, he's like, someone go back to town and get a shitload of dimes. The Pentamane Freeway? Now what'll that asshole think of next? Did none of you put the Muppet movie on there? No. Uh, no. I think you and I did, but okay. it wasn't high enough to... I mean, I knew when I put Murder on the Orient Express on there that I was the only one, but... If it makes you feel better, I had one. <laughs> one of my <laughs> Yeah, seven of Henry's didn't make it. What was your it. one? Uh, Godfather. Yeah, so it's 
<laughs> whoa, uh, whoa! But it's our did, list. Did anybody? Put, did anybody else put Smokey and the Bandit? No. no. I put Smokey and the Bandit. Ooh, I love Smokey and the Bandit. Thank you. You did. Apparently, we're yes. we're, we're the only ones. James can always take his mom to the movies. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you everybody for coming out uh, and celebrating our 400th episode. It means the world to us. Uh, I love every single one of these men up here. Uh, can I say something? But real in quick? varying degrees. And now we're going to show you who he loves most. <laughs> oh my green God, green. There, There's no kid on there, so it's all right. Oh. Is that? Um, really quickly, I wanted to say live on the stage in front of all of you people. Um, the uh, like a couple of years ago, when I first started coming on here, I was in a very rough spot, and these three gentlemen here, along with this guy, eventually, um, really kind of pulled me out of a very tough spot in my life. Um, I really don't know where I'd be without you guys and coming to you guys every week to see movies and chat about shit and whatnot. Like it really, it, it's filled my heart with a lot of joy that I didn't think I had left. So I oh, want to thank you guys cool. very much. Zach, we are glad you're here, you're here, and we're we're glad you're doing better, man. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Um, I'd like to thank Alex in the booth for running of all AV yeah. stuff tonight. Woo! Weimer! And, and care enough to listen to and add sound effects. Thank you. Yeah. And I think we also need a special applause for Brad for like basically knowing the people to set this up and doing yeah. all of the work. Yeah, thanks, Brad. A lot of this stuff. Yeah. And I'm, honestly I'm, making us look like we were way more popular than we are because our graphic design is good. I didn't thank do it you. as an 80 slow clap. That sucks. I, I'd also like to thank Eileen, who was uh, helping you with concessions tonight. So let's give her a round yeah. of applause. And wearing a dope-ass shirt. Yeah. And she let us in. So... so. Uh, these shirts you can also uh, pick up at Denver Pop Culture Con this year. Come to our booth. Yeah, and we also have um, glasses, pint, pint glasses. glasses yeah. These are the coolest shirts you've ever designed. Thank you. They're so amazing. See, we yeah. just ride on the coattails of more talented people, and it oh, makes yeah. me look really good. Yeah. Without Brad, we'd just be like talking about dumb shit on the internet. Yeah, right? and it sound horrible, look horrible. Yeah. When I meet people, I introduce myself and say, hi, I'm Brad's friend. <laughs> Without Brad, I think half of us would be dead. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was yeah. that time he saved me from a lake when I was drowning. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was a nice good. time. Thank you, Brad. Way to go! Yeah, thank you guys for doing this. It's, <laughs> it, you know, it's fun to have something we can do. Uh, some lights came out backstage. Uh, <laughs> the ghost on the regular around. each week, and like you know, look forward to. So yeah, um, and yeah, most of all, thank everybody who listens to yep. us and. Gives us our support. Came out tonight. Yeah, it came out tonight. Um, seats. You guys endure torture well. <laughs> and I've met so many people because of it, and because it's just used yeah. to be me and Brad, and then we brought James along. Yeah, sure. And um, it's awesome. I, that's all I can in, say. And Henry. Yeah. And now Corinne's writing for us. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We got our own Captain Marvel. So there we go. <laughs> it's been incredible. It yeah. has. And we're and not done we're yet. we're doing another one. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, we we're still doing it. Oh, oh. Yeah. We're having a baby? What? <laughs> hey, hey, and James, remember, uh, a girl's name can be Ryan as well. <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, so thank you. Thank you. We're done. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Thanks Bye. to all the parents, too. What are we seeing next week? Oh, yeah. Tease this audience. Uh, we are seeing... Well, uh, this is like in the future. Next week is the future. So what, come, what comes in after this? Next week we're seeing um, Spider-Man So 7. this week we're seeing uh, Detective Pikachu, and then after that will be John Wick 3. Mm-hmm. Um, then Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Like weeks from now. So yeah, and then uh, seven weeks from now, I really don't know. Yeah. Um, some film that is being shown at a theater where it'll be projected on a screen. Well... 
I just realized this is going to be really confusing because next week I'll interview, I'll review the second half of Aquaman. <laughs> seven weeks later, I'll explain the first half of. Aquaman. It's like when you watch Seven for yeah, the first it's like time. When I yes. watch the wrong. Uh, side yeah, of uh, seven. behind the curtain, guys. This is being recorded in advance. Wow, <laughs> we're really bad. I'm really bad at this. Yep, it's all right. Cool. We've only Bye. had eight years of practice. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this episode of Real Nerds Podcast. Real Nerds Podcast is a production of Nebulous Visions Multimedia. Thank you to Sparks Mandrill and Plan 9 Studios for our kick-ass theme song. Also, if you're in the Denver area and you're looking for a cool place to see movies, we see them at the Alamo Draft House in Littleton and now also in Sloan's Lake. Thank you to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics for supplying us with all our comic needs, especially you, Andrew. You know who you are. And a big shout-out to James's mom. I'm giving you an electronic hug that you can feel through the airwaves. Thanks for listening, and have a nice day.